For years, I was so fed up with shampoo, I just stopped washing my hair. I quit completely. I was so sick of poofy, frizzy, limp hair, distorting my natural oils. Until a few months ago, I found Modern Mammals, and it changed everything. And by the way, right now you can visit modernmammals.com and use code LSS for 10% off. So check that out. So look, I heard about this through the podcast, and before I agreed to advertise, they sent it to me, and I was reluctant. But let me tell you, I should not have been. This stuff is absolutely magical. My hair felt better, smelled way better, and most importantly, looked better. And I know it will do the same for you as well. It doesn't have those hair-ruining chemicals like other products, and it doesn't leave any leftover residues. It works. Don't believe me? Go read their awesome reviews online as well. Go to ModernMammals.com and use code LSS for 10% off. Again, that's ModernMammals.com for 10% off with promo code LSS. Don't forget to use our promo code LSS so they know we sent you. We think. We hope. <laughs> it's always something every single week. Um, but we're here. I know we're a little late. You know, just fashionably yep. late. Uh, hopefully everybody's uh, down to uh, hear us talk about the new shit. New music, new tunes. Mike Howell, how are you this week? Hey, it's been kind of an interesting week, to be honest. Um, not in the fact that I have done anything interesting whatsoever, but like I had Wednesday off for Veterans Day here in the States. Um, yeah. And so it's just kind of weird having a Wednesday in the middle of your week off where you just get to kind of play video games. I ended up working for like four hours of it. Okay. But uh, still just overall nice to have that little break in there, right? Yeah. Well... Uh, we have Remembrance Day. That's what we call it here. Yeah. And it's interesting because in Ontario, where I live, it mm-hmm. isn't like a real holiday, or at least it wasn't when I was a kid. Like, we still went to school, and we used to have, like, a Remembrance Day assembly and, like, everyone to work. But in BC, where I just was, um, mm-hmm. it's like a full-on holiday, which is, like, yeah. kind of crazy that in the same country we have different, you know, like, everyone, you know, like – you know, like real holidays and fake holidays. Yeah. And I always like my whole life was like, oh, it's like not like a real holiday. And I guess it is places. Yeah. So. And, I mean, that's how the states are, too. Like you yeah. kind of have each individual portion of the country just celebrates different kind of things. Different things are happening. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyways. Well, last you week you, uh, you were away. Uh, yeah, I was away. I, I had a quick little trip uh, out west, which was cool because, you know, I have haven't gone anywhere. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> in 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 uh, eight months and you know with with me usually like i'm you know always traveling always like taking mm-hmm. flights and doing the whole thing so it was nice to get out and go out to the west coast the mountains it was cold as shit out there though and oh, i'm sure where we lived we had like beautiful you know like uh, i'll say in the 20s because celsius yeah. but like like literally in the almost in the 70s probably in michigan mm-hmm. eh, mike we had and, the same temperature and all of a sudden yesterday it plopped down to like 35 degrees fahrenheit yeah right Th- then it does that no i know so it's it's well that's because i was coming home and then it mm-hmm. knew to just adjust its thermostat to shane told temperature because the because they're fuckers is why yep um <laughs> but yeah no no it was nice to get away it was nice to to you know to do a little bit of different things. Um, yeah, definitely yeah. feel that. Yeah. So, so I, I've been good, you know, I'm, I'm back now, back on the, back on the Twitch train. We're doing it. And uh, yep. yeah, welcome everybody here again and welcome everybody listening on Friday. And if you're listening to this on Friday or after, there's some new records out. 
Definitely are. And um, how are you, you feeling? Yeah, I want to talk about them because, well, we don't really have to talk about last week because we really talked about Bring Me the Horizon a whole I mean, lot. You don't want to talk about Bring Me More because I am kind of down. <laughs> well, I will say, you know, you, we always talk about records and like their staying power and, mm-hmm. you know, how long like, you know, a record really stays in the queue, you know? Yep. And there were, uh, remember I was talking uh, or anybody who, who listened last week, I was talking about the Bring Me the Horizon and some review saying it was like a like fast food and you're going to enjoy it, you know, and mm-hmm. then like whatever, you're going to kind of forget about it. Uh, you know, like enjoyed at the time. I, I don't feel like this way about this record at all. And no, driving around in BC, I was totally um, listening to this record f- like a few times in the car mm-hmm. and I'm loving it. I'm loving yep, it. I got like this badass um, Dodge Durango, like big ooh. ass, like, you know, American truck. And it was like a good trim package too. Mm-hmm. So it had like the 12 speaker Harman Kardon or like whatever, ooh, you know, you like thousand dollar option. That Bring Me record sounded banging in the Durango, man. Oh, I'm sure. So, dude. yeah. So, no. Uh, so that record's sticking with me and I think it's going to stick with me a long time. I think it's a great record. So uh, time will tell, but uh, that's, that's my take this week on that record. So I don't know if you want to get into some new music yes, that's I coming do. out this week. But yes, I do, Mike. Talking about how time will tell. <laughs> uh, one of the kind of most classic bands ever in the history of rock music, uh, ACDC is putting out their new album. Akadaka, mate. What? Akadaka, that's what they call them in Australia. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, I think it's like kind of a joke. Maybe Australians out there can let us know. Um, but yeah, Akadaka, and it's, yeah, I mean, I don't know what I think about this. Really? I mean, okay, well, well I, I haven't looked this up, Mike. When was the last okay. time ACDC put out a record, a brand new record um, of new songs? So I want to say that would have been like black ice i don't know let me check like it's been a while yeah i know that and i gotta say i'll give them credit for being a like a, you know call them a heritage act or a nostalgia mm-hmm. band or whatever i'll give them credit for you know actually putting out you know new music because yeah a lot of bands when they get to that level they don't bother right like mm-hmm. you know they don't care anymore. It doesn't matter. No, and their fans don't care. And eventually, they just they just kind of stop stop trying. So yeah. yeah. So I mean, I I uh, I'll give them that. I'll give them credit for that. But I don't know if I'm excited for the record. And I'm kind of in the same boat where I've been a longtime ACDC fan. Like uh, my parents listened to it. Um, I owned a Corvette for a short while, and <laughs> it was a convertible. And I would just listen with the top down and everything like that, right? And it was absolutely great, right? But um, this album, it's going to be more of the same ACDC, I think. And I just looked it up; they haven't put out an album since 2014. It was called Rocker Bust, almost oh. the same release date. It was released in November as well. Okay, okay. So they've been putting and, out music. I mean, that's not that long ago. Okay, mm-hmm, and. I don't really remember listening to this one because I think they got a different vocalist for that one. And Brian Johnson is back for this record. So oh, okay, that makes me slightly more excited about it. Um, honestly, I'm probably going to listen to this once and rock out on the back porch, grilling something up and <laughs> call it good. <laughs> Throw another shrimp on the Barbie. Yes. Exactly. Um, no, I, I, uh, I don't know, man. I, I mean, I guess I'm glad it cracked the top five. I guess we should mm-hmm. give ACDC credit enough to include them in the top top five, which is what you did. But yeah, mm-hmm. like I, I'm probably going to listen to this between zero and one times. I'm not sure, yeah. you know, how many between zero and one, but between zero and one exactly. And that's that. And yeah, Brian Johnson, mm-hmm. who isn't the original singer, let's keep nope. that in mind. But he has been in the band for like, I don't know, 50 years. <laughs> the longest. Yeah. Like he's the most iconic. Vocalist. But that's right. I remember they had this weird phase where he like left the band and wasn't it? He had cancer Axel or something Rose? like that, I want to say. Weren't they going to get Axl Rose in the band? Or did I, did I just yeah. dream that? 
Was that a thing? I want to say that that was like a rumor at the time okay. or something like that. Yeah, because but... I feel like it was like it was happening, but maybe mm-hmm. it was just a weird publicity stunt. I can't remember, but yeah. Regardless, you know what you're gonna get. You're gonna get that light distorted guitar. You're gonna get yep. very high vocals, and you're gonna get for about forty minutes. There it is. Yeah, the most that drummer must be so fucking bored. Oh, I would hate it. Like, oh. I don't even play drums, and I would hate it. Do you think he knows how to do a drum fill? Maybe he just doesn't um, know how. I think he does, but because he's, st- like, I've seen him live twice now, and they, he, like, solos and everything like <laughs> oh, that. Yeah. And, like, wow, it actually sounds good and interesting. Like, he can keep up, like, a pretty, like, five to seven minute, like, fast-paced drum solo while everybody else is slamming whiskey trying to stay alive in the back. <laughs> but, like, not bad. Okay, sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that's funny all right well that was number five let's move on how about number four mike number four uh so kind of a smaller band coming out of new jersey mm-hmm. uh with their new ep dura vita it's a band called born anew uh they're off stasic records i don't know if they're still on that label that label kind of has okay. a lot of turnover yeah um but yeah they're kind of like in that weird genre of like hardcore slash metalcore that a lot of bands are finding themselves in right now um bands kind of like knocked loose uh downswing unity uh bands like that i'd want to say um kind of a surprise ep for me um they announced a single last week and are just now releasing the ep it's a little four song ep uh the one single they put out it's exactly what i expect from them it's fast it's got some fun riffs um it's nothing super impressive lyrically but it makes me want to two-step in my living room Okay. Yeah, no, I have not heard of this band. Um, mm-hmm. f- you know, judging from what you said, I think it sounds like something I'd be I'd be into it. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, born anew and they're from New Jersey. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Cool. And it's an EP. Yeah, just a four-song EP. Should be pretty fun. Okay. I, I don't know if I'm saying the EP's name right. It's D U R A space V I T A. So I'm going with like Dura Vita or something like that. I don't know. Dura Vita? Dura Dura Vita. I don't know. I don't know. Um, should be pretty banging little EP, uh, just something to wet your whistle. Maybe go back into the band's back catalog. I think they have one other album or EP, um, and maybe look forward to some new stuff. Okay. That is born anew at number four, number three. So number three, uh, coming out of Germany, we've got a mm. self-titled album from ghost kid. Ghost okay. kid is the new metalcore project from the previous singer, of ec uh sushi i'm sure you're familiar with him yes e callboy yes sushi uh and now he's going by ghost kid or this is a band uh i think it's a full band he is obviously the focal piece uh-huh. um his his vocals really kind of shine through on all of the singles that i've had um they've had some interesting features as well like johnny three tears was on one of the singles from hollywood undead yes yes good and friend of mine the guy's love him name is evading me but the guy from he's the lead vocalist of heaven shall burn was okay, also on yeah. so kind of a wide range there. german brothers yes yep but um overall this is like kind of weird for me because i'm normally used to e callboy and sushi and his ridiculous lyricism and antics and music videos and things like this but everything about this is kind of like led to a pretty straight and narrow, serious metalcore band. Right. Which is, I don't know, something that I didn't think would be in his wheelhouse, but it, oddly he is fitting really well within it. Um, overall, I think the sound is pretty similar to a lot of uh, similar European metalcore bands, kind of like Anasoke. Um, mm-hmm. other bands I would kind of consider them close to is like, if you like the new kingdom of giants album that we talked about a couple yeah. of weeks ago, you're really going to like this album. It's kind of similar. I would say less electronic, more just like kind of riffs and breakdowns, but right. It's similar. So obviously now, you know, we've talked about hypa hypa and, yep. you know, um, e Callboy making this massive splash, um, mm-hmm. you know, and, and everyone talking about it and that's, you know, with a new singer, you know, they've been a band for quite a while and now the, the old singer sushi, he's doing this new project. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's always an interesting thing to kind of see how, you know, 
there's no doubt that the hype that the band, his old band with a new person mm-hmm. is getting is sort of like contributing now to this band's success. And I think so too. That's like, an interesting thing, for, right? Like that doesn't always happen. Yeah. So for, I mean, obviously he's kind of a prolific name. Uh, E-Call Boy is one of the biggest scene bands coming out of Germany and in Europe, I think. Yeah. At least like kind of up and coming, generally big. Uh, but I wouldn't expect a band that only has five singles who's putting out a new album to have like 250,000 monthly listeners on Spotify. Right. That's a little crazy, especially because the project started putting out singles in like the middle of this year. Um, but overall, I'm pretty excited for this album. I think it's going to be fun. I think Sushi's got an absolutely amazing voice. Um, it's definitely very unique. Yeah. Um, I know nothing about the rest of this band. I might look into it. I might not, depending on if the album impresses me. But I think it's going to be fun. Yeah. Well, it's, it is it is really interesting. And, and, you know, when you say there's been a big change with, uh, you know, the style of music and how, mm-hmm. you know, he's it's more serious now than than E Call Boy and all that. Yeah, that 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 to me is all, you know, there's definitely something to check out here. Mm-hmm. Um I think whether you're a fan of, you know, either project or not, you know, or or whatever he's done in the past or not. It's it's a uh, something definitely to check out if you're a fan of um of that genre. Hell yeah. All right, are we already at number 2? We are. We're kind of burning through it this week. That's okay. I, I I like to burn. Yeah. What it is to burn. Let's do it. Let's keep going. Rock and roll. So number two this week, uh, another kind of New England band coming out of Hartford, Connecticut. Uh, we've got Boundaries with their new album, Your Receding Warmth, which I absolutely love that album title. Your Receiving um, Warmth. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I don't it know why. It makes me scratch kinda... my head and wonder and maybe in a good way. Yeah, exactly. Like, I feel like it's one of those where you're not going to understand the album title until you listen to the album. And then you're going to be like, oh, yep, I get this. This is a concept album about like a Mm -hmm, rough mm -hmm. breakup or something like that. Like, who knows? But I think it's going to be great. Um, For those who don't know, Boundaries is one of my favorite kind of like born a new hardcore metalcore bands who just kind of fit in this weird niche of genres. Um, if I consider them to anybody else who's kind of a little bit bigger around their size, they sound a lot like Great American Ghost, Jesus Peace, uh, Year of the Knife, um, where it's definitely hardcore, but they've got kind of metalcore influences and things like that. Um, overall, the riffs, I would say, are super, super fun. I think this band's going to be a massive up-and-comer in that scene in the next couple of years and maybe even with this album who knows it might blow them up no absolutely i think that you know and this isn't a band that i know a ton about i know i've heard Mm -hmm. you talk about them yeah um you know and they're and they're in that genre like you you brought up some of their contemporaries and stuff and that's a genre that i feel like right now or let's say before quarantine that genre Mm -hmm. really seemed to be on its way up to where, yep. you know, I'm not going to say it's like pop punk um, Green Day offspring, like going to explode no. on that level. But in terms of like how knocked loose, definitely, um, pardon the pun, you know, knocked loose, um, you know, it, mm-hmm. the, 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 that into the mainstream a little bit. You know, a lot of people found out about that band um, because, I mean, they're a great band, but but they just they knocked down so many doors and people were like, wait a second. Like, I like this music. What else is out there? And, you know, just this heavy, you know, metalcore genre, like a lot of people are checking it out now. So Mm -hmm. I feel like the detriment though, is the fact that so much of these bands, it relies on the live environment. Oh yeah. And with that taken away, It's like, you know, sure, you can mosh in your in your bedroom all you want. You know, you can you can headbang in your car. But like Mm -hmm. the fact that people aren't able to see a band like Boundaries Live and be like, holy shit, this band's awesome. Like, I want to buy their merch. I want to tell all my friends about how amazing a time I had at the show. I think that that does a disservice and not just to Boundaries. I'm not singling them out, but I'm just saying that Mm -hmm. whole genre, you know, it, it, it can I think it's kind of it's kind of too bad, you know, that, that so Mm -hmm. many bands, you know, have, have, it's been a struggle for them, you know? 
And yeah, that that's kind of a common problem I have too with a lot of bands in this style. It's normally not a style I'm excited for. Boundaries is one of the kind of rarer exceptions because I've seen them live. We talked about a couple of weeks, like Chamber is a very similar band too, where they're just yep. super reliant on the energy live. And it's one of those things that some bands can translate energy through a record. Like Knocked Loose does a great job with it, but not every band can do that and show you the emotion that they're putting out on stage every night right now. Right. And I think this scene is honestly just kind of a powder keg right now with how many bands I've seen that have put out albums that I'm like, this album's really good for this genre to me. And once I can finally go through and see all these bands live again, I think I'm just going to absolutely fall in love with this genre even more. I know, man. But yeah, like, like, I don't know. I, I, I'm old, (laughs) Mm -hmm. but like if I saw a band like Boundaries or, you know, Jesus Peace or Knocked Loose or like, you know, I think I'm coming out of mosh retirement, Mike. I think like. Oh, yeah, straight up. I have some steam to blow off in a major way. Mm-hmm. And I don't Especially think I'm alone. This year. I'm not alone, man. You know, I oh, mean, yeah. I don't I'm- I don't know. I guess we have to wait until until we're getting vaccines and, and you know, mm-hmm. a mask alone isn't going to work in the pit. But when whenever I can. Uh, throw a few windmills around, look out, because Shane Told's coming. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's going to be so great when we can start seeing bands like this live again, though. Oh, like, my God. Even I bands know. unlike this, I I just want to see live bands. Please let me see live bands. I know, right? My God. Speaking dude. of, I get to see a live stream tomorrow. Very excited. Who's playing on the Who's on the live Who's on the live? Prada. Oh, Prada. Nice. Yeah. They're doing one. Um, what uh, What's there? Do they have a premise behind it or anything like that? Yeah. Because I hadn't heard about so, it. So uh, they're doing a double this weekend or this Friday and next Friday. Um, this week is with Roots Above with Branches Below, full album stream. And next week they're doing the two EPs. So Space and Zombie. Great. No, that's yeah, that's awesome for them. And, um, you know, they're, they're such good friends of mine, close, close pals. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, everybody should should if they're if you're listening to this, uh, it might not be too late because it's it's I mean, it's this Friday, right? Yeah, so, so it's today. It's today. Today, if today. you're listening, yeah. <laughs> it's tomorrow if you're have, watching. It's today if you're listening. Prada let's, is let's, one of the few bands who gets the exception of having two flags in my room. This is a visual thing. Wow. Right beside, but, side by side, or you got to separate them? You got to keep uh, them separated. So you got to keep them separated. We got Weekend okay. Romans in the middle. But. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you got to keep them separated. I, I met the guy <laughs> once. I'll tell a quick story. Yep. Warp Tour 2005. Ooh. The Offspring is, you know, one of the big bands. Mm-hmm. Um, not the biggest band because well, they were when they were booked. So they were kind of like top build. I guess on Warped yep. Tour, not that anyone's really ever top billed, you know, they just kind of lump all the main stage bands into to one. But, but there are they, bands that are top billed. Yeah, you know what I mean. But anyway, the two other bands that definitely were making a splash that summer were Fall Out Boy, who mm-hmm. had just blown up with Sugar Were Going Down on, on uh, MTV, and uh, yep. My Chemical Romance. They had also oh. just recently blown up. Um, so those bands were obviously, you know, Everyone was talking about them, but hey, the mm-hmm. offspring, like, let's not forget about the, I don't know, like 10 million or 15 million records they had sold up to that point. Yeah. So they, they were making a splash. Anyway, I had lunch with, um, you know, you just, you go, you get lunch, mm-hmm. you sit down at a table and I sat down at the table with the guy that goes on stage with the offspring and he says, you gotta keep them separated or unos dos nice. trails, cuatro, cinco, cinco, seis, like that that guy. That's all he does, right? He just stands there and says that. He's like the hype man slash. He yeah. does that. So I'm sitting there, and and you know I'm I'm a friendly guy, you know for the most part. So I know, I'd and I'm so. not going to sit there in silence. So I'll say what's up to whoever's sitting there. And I recognized him, so I said, "Hey," and he asked me what I did. So I told him, and he never heard of my band, which is fine. And um, you know, so I just kind of asked him. I was like, "Oh yeah, so like you know, you did that part on that record." Like before mm-hmm. they blew up and now you're here all these years, years later, you know, touring with them like that must be wild. 
And he told me the whole story. And, and he said, basically, like, he's sitting at home. He's like, I was sitting in my house getting stoned. <laughs> Sounds about right. Yeah. Dexter calls me and he's like, he's like, hey, man, like, we're doing this thing. Uh, can you, like, come down to the studio? I just, like, need you to, like, do this, like, say this part for me. We think you'd, like, be really good. And he's like, mm-hmm. he's like, what? And Dexter's like, yeah, like, just, just. And he's like, well, well, what is it? He's like, well, there's just this like part in the song, and it's like, dun, 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 dun. and then you just have to say like, you got to keep them separated. And the guy's like, that's fucking stupid. And he hung up on Dexter. <laughs> <laughs> and then like ten minutes later, Dexter calls him back, and he's like, come on, man, like please, like come on, we like think it'd be really good. And like if he just not answered his phone, like that dude's mm-hmm. life would be completely different, you know? Yeah. Um, and sure enough, he, you know, went down to the studio, did it. And here he is like, I don't know, it was, that was probably 11 or 12 years later. He's probably still mm-hmm. doing it now. You know, like that record came out in 94. So, you know, uh, like that's his, that's his career. <laughs> it's wild, right? But hey, hey, good for him, man. So I mean, yeah, like. What happens after that with the offspring? Like they're like, hey man, we don't really need you on stage anymore. Does he go to like real big fish? Is he their hype man now? Like <laughs> got an impressive resume. I don't know. Well, I mean, I I do think it's funny though that like they probably were bringing him out to do that, and then they, that's probably yeah. why they wrote the uh, um, pretty fly for a white guy. Like yeah. when he does that one, that's probably like they're just like, okay, we can't just get him to do one song. You know what I mean? It's like, when the, callback. it's like when the Lincoln Park guy stopped rapping and they were like, mm-hmm. okay, well, can you just like get a guitar or something? Like, can you figure that out? And he's like, yeah, okay. And he started doing sure. that, you know? Sure. Whatever. So, um, anyway, uh, um, that's a good story. Thank you. That, that was our little, I, well, we we're trying to make this a little bit longer, I guess. Right. Cause we, yeah, I don't know. I feel like we've, these Friday podcasts, they've been getting longer and longer. So if a we had like, bit. if we had like a random 22 minute one, maybe it would, uh, people would be like. I Gotta wanted, ease them back to the speed runs. I wanted more, Mike. Shame. Sad. It's okay. Sad We're gonna boy. talk about the next album a lot, I'm sure. Well, I'm ready for it. But first, we must take a break. All right, we're back. Mike, I'm ready for Dang. it. Give me the number one most anticipated release this week. So I think you're really familiar with this guy. He's a guy from Toronto, Canada. Mm. He's got an instrumental act and he's putting out his new album, Circadian. It's Aaron with intervals. Yes. Yes. Um, I think his his name's Aaron, right? His name is Aaron. Cool. Yeah. And yeah, it's cool. I mean, I, I, uh, I'm stoked for this, you know, um, we had Aaron on our record. Um, yep back uh in the came out in march and we had him on the first track doing a ripping guitar solo it which shreds. he can do he's a shredder and that was super cool too like you know he, he's one of those guys like we we kind of said hey like are you down to do this mm-hmm. and like before we even got a response we were getting like files <laughs> Sounds about right. You know, before we like, before it was like, yeah, man, sure. I'm down. Like, so what are you like into? He's like just sending like, like guitar ripping, like solos. Like, Like, I got this kind of riffy scrap. Here you go. Here's this kind of solo I was working on. Yeah. Pick one. No, it was, it was totally like he gave us like a, a, you know, like a kind of a slower one and then like a Mm -hmm. normal one and then like a crazy one. And we're like, we're, we're like, we just want the crazy one. Thank you. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks in advance. <laughs> crazy one done. And he killed it. Like it's, oh yeah, yeah it's uh, he's a ripper and he's a hell of a nice guy too. Oh, um, I can't imagine he's not. No. And like, it's cool. You know, I, I, um, I know the producer, Sam Guyana, cause he, he's done a bunch of the, the Silverstein stuff lately. Uh, I've known him a long time and mm-hmm. I talked to him a little bit about this record when he was, uh, you know, recording it and stuff. And it's really interesting, you know, when you think about an instrumental album and how that's put together, you know, mm-hmm. when you're, when you're working on something and you don't have to worry about like singing, vocal mixing, <laughs> vocal mixing and all that. So it's really interesting. You know, I think when like, obviously sure an instrumental record, you could think of it as like, okay. It's a record without vocals, but it's not really mm-hmm. like that, right? There's like always no. something that takes the place of where that vocal space would live. 
Mm-hmm. And I think the intervals, you know, and Aaron does an amazing job of like the songs being good because 100% agree. so many times with like guitar guys, like, you know, like if you're talking about like Steve Vai or Joe Satriani or like, yep. you know, these, these virtuoso but, guitar players, I find the music can be kind of boring yeah, and I don't like, find that with intervals at all. I I like this new wave of like instrumental guitarists and groups like, intervals polyphia pliny um arch echo like they're doing a lot of really cool things where they're actually letting the music talk instead of kind of like the old guard where they just like hey i can rip so i'm gonna just rip for 50 minutes and there's (laughs) nothing you can do about it besides turn it off right um it really reminds me and i can't remember the guy's name he was on guitar hero and he had a song called Cliffs of Dover. It really like reminds me of that Eric Johnson, like he was kind of, oh, yeah. one, of yeah. one of those older guitarists, but I felt like he did something really similar where like it actually kind of almost played and felt like a full track without the vocals. Um, I love a lot of these bands nowadays that are doing this though. Um, and I really think that like intervals kind of has a niche spot within a lot of them too. Because you've got kind of like the heavier instrumental bands, like uh, obviously Animals as Leaders. Yeah, um, totally. Band, bands like that. And you've got the like lighter instrumental bands too, like Chan. And then you've got the absurdly technical instrumental bands like Polyphia. And Intervals is just kind of like chilling in this middle space of that Venn diagram where like at any given point, you know he can get super technical and start ripping. Uh, at some point, he's going to start chugging. And at some points, there's just going to be like these chill kind of moments. And I really kind of appreciate the fact that he can go around with everything that he's doing there. Absolutely, Mike. That's uh, that's the number one album of the week. Intervals. That it is. That's cool. No, I'm I'm glad that we we managed to have, you know, when we look back at the the year and we mm-hmm. look back at all the number ones, which I'm sure we'll we'll do. Um, oh, yeah. It'll be interesting that we have, you know, an instrumental album in there. I, I think that that's, uh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. And that's one of the things I was thinking kind of too. I'm like, we yeah. haven't really talked about very many instrumental acts. I mean, there's not a lot that kind of are out there. It's kind of a very niche thing. Yeah. And I'm sure the instant I said that I am going to get 20 DMS of all these cool instrumental bands I should check out. Well, and that's okay. Right. And, and, and exactly that's the thing about is. you, Mike, is that you don't mind. <laughs> I don't give me the music <laughs> and, and you can see his, his Instagram handle right under his name. If you're watching or if you're listening, it's at slappy slam Yep. and make sure that you follow Mike because he has all the lists. And if you got a bone to pick, don't at me at Mike. <laughs> yep. I will answer so many questions. <laughs> there you go. There you go. If, if I have an opinion on it, I will tell you. There you go. Well, we did the thing, Mike. Um, we let's, did. Let's uh, round, uh, round, not round out. Let's recap the top five for the people just so that they don't have to go back, hit that 15 second back button annoyingly. They can just mm-hmm. know right now the top five. I'm ready to, I'm ready to give it to them. Number five. We've got the new album Power Up by ACDC. Number four. We've got the new EP Dura Vita by Born Anew. Number three. We've got the new album Ghost Kid by Ghost Kid. We've got the new album Your Receding Warmth by Boundaries. And we've got the new album Circadian by Intervals. That was some real weird ASMR stuff. Can we never do that again? (laughs) (laughs) Never again. (laughs) I don't know, dude. (laughs) I'm... Some days, man. Some days I'm just, I'm a bit of a fucked up guy. What do you want from It me? happens. Yeah. You want to get into some honorable mentions? I've got a lot. Oh, I'm week. ready for them. Yes. Uh, I, yeah, there's probably a lot. And I mean, I don't know if there's anything we missed last week because we kind of missed the whole shebang. I'm not sure if you do. Yeah. But uh, I mean, regardless, let's, uh, let's get into the honorable mentions. So honorable mentions. Uh, this band put out a new single, announced a new album. It's Foo Fighters. No. Oh. As always, Dave Grohl is going to Dave Grohl, and he's a cool dude. He is. I'm not, um, I haven't listened to the single yet. He came out last Saturday. 
I've been bad, but I'm sure it's good. Yeah, you know, I, I feel like the Foo Fighters, they, you know, like their singles always come out and I'm always like, I don't know. I always, I feel like I always really like it or really, really like kind of, I'm really kind of, um, mm-hmm. not, I don't like it. What's the word? I'm just really indifferent. Like, yeah, just I'll, kind of, it's like one or the other, you know? And, and it isn't like, I feel like their music's gotten like progressively worse or anything. I feel like it's just, no. it's really up and down. You yeah. Know? I, I feel that way too. It's, it's either I'm like, this is an absolute banger and it's going straight on the gym playlist or I'm just kind of like, yeah. Yeah, so but that's we'll cool. See what and, and I have some. I have, uh, I have a it. pretty pretty good Dave Grohl story. I'll uh, I'll tell Ooh. when uh, when the record comes out. When we, nice. When it, when it makes the top to five, because I'm sure uh, it'll make the top five. Right? Oh, I'm sure it will. We'll right? see. I mean, it depends on the week, right? Like, I haven't looked when it's coming out, but if the Foo Fighters don't make the top five, then I think we got a problem. We'll have to make oh, a top six. You never know. Like, we could have a week. Like, what was it when we had like Moss to Flames and um bring me or what was that week mm. when we had like movements and knuckle oh, yeah. and like That's everything right. dropping at the same there time there was that one wild week you're right yeah yeah but yeah. Nah, it's the food fighters anyway okay yeah, what else uh so friend of the pod friend of the all access club uh dragged under is putting out the deluxe edition of their album that came out in february nice that's great yeah what an album and and oh, people absolutely rips i'm sure a lot of people missed it you know they're this is a debut mm-hmm. record they're a newer band um you maybe saw them opening up for the used yep. earlier in the year um and they're great and a lot of people have put them in the hat for album of the year mm-hmm. so i think this is really smart of them to do a deluxe edition hopefully get some more eyeballs on, yep. you know, for right some people that might've missed it and you might've missed it. And we didn't talk about mm-hmm. it because it came out before this existed. So drag yep. under, dragged under, uh, yeah, definitely a band you do not want to miss. Yeah. Um, if you want one song recommendation, listen to the song Chelsea. It is probably one of the most banging songs I've heard get put out all year. Yeah. I that's, l- but that's a little bit of, that's kind of the oddball on the record. Right? It really I, is, but it, oh my god, I love it so much. I know, I like it. I like it too. But but no, the whole, like I gotta say, just the whole record. Just just put the record on and oh yeah, like, and jam it. The out. entire record's kind of oddballs on the record too. I think like each one's got its own little like niche and fun trick with it, and I love it. It's such a good record. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, and yeah, what would you uh, what would you compare them to if you had to say oh for fans um, of or whatever because you're good at that I'm not very good at that um I would say for fans of like Beartooth honestly okay. um I think that they kind of fit in that not like notch niche of like um fun kind of metalcore guitar riffs mostly clean singing uh super catchy lyricism bangers yeah like. Um, I think I don't know this vocalist name, but he's got Anthony. kind of a similar voice to Caleb as well. Yeah. Um, I think that's just a real accurate way, place to put him. Yeah. No. Yeah. Anthony. Uh, yeah. He's the, he's the man. They're a mm-hmm. hell of a band. Good, uh, good recommend. Uh, okay. Thanks. Let's keep going. I know you got more. Uh, so I've got the new track by Billie Eilish. I know that she is not, I mean, she's in a weird spot in the scene. Like some people love her. Some people absolutely hate her. I love her. I think she's doing kind of a unique thing in the pop scene. New single came out today. It's kind of fun. Check yeah, it out if you're oh, yeah. into her. Oh, I I I love her. I, I think she's great. great. And um, yeah, it, it's kind of it's kind of crazy. It's like one of those people. Um, I could talk all day about this, but you know, comes out. Everyone's like, "This is so cool. This is so unique. Mm-hmm. This is like, I love this. I love this. I love this." And then all of a sudden, it gets popular. Yeah, and then everyone's like. Everyone's like, I don't know. Mm, maybe it's not like it's like fuck you. You liked it before. Now it's popular. You don't exactly. like it anymore. Now you're like talking shit on her or whatever. Like fuck that. You liked her before. You like her now. It's not like her music got worse. Mm-hmm. Like give me a break. If anything so, it got better. Yeah, but like, I, I understand. Like then all of a sudden you see her at the Grammys and she mm-hmm. cleaned house. You know. Oh, yeah. Um, and yeah, now people want to say, oh, whatever it's mainstream. Well, yeah, it is mainstream, but that doesn't mean it's bad. Just cause something got popular. Mm-hmm. doesn't mean it's bad. So, you know, yep, uh, that's, like, that's my take. Um, it's, I wouldn't call it a hot take. It's like more like a lukewarm yeah. take. 
Like, yes. So one of my biggest regrets in the last like two years is right when the single Bury a Friend came out as the first one off her like most recent album. Mm -hmm. I was like, this bangs and I want to hear more stuff like this. And I looked at like tour dates and stuff like that. And I missed her by three days at a 300 cap room in Detroit. Whoa. And I was so pissed. And I still think about the fact that I wasn't at that show. And I'm just like, oh. Yeah, dude. If you could go back, right? Yeah, dude. There's no more 300 cap. There's like 30,000 cap. That's. Oh, yeah. And <laughs> My even buddy... at that, you're paying like 150 just to get nosebleeds and Little yeah. Caesars or wherever, well, whatever arena you're at. Well, my old buddy, Brian Marquis, um, he, therefore I am shout out to them. He's her mm-hmm. tour manager now. Ooh. So he, he kind of got in probably at the 300 cap level and now he's like stuck with her and he's, he's like, it's crazy. So he's, oh, I'm you know, sure. I've, I've talked to him a couple of times since and, and he's just like, shit's wild. <laughs> like this, this is it's crazy. Like I can't even imagine tour managing like basically the biggest pop star in the world at this point. Yeah. It's insane. So like, I think maybe only Taylor Swift would be larger at this point. Oh yeah. Like, oh yeah. Oh, for sure. I mean, you know, we, I don't need, we don't need to argue that, argue these, yeah. these things. But if you're talking about like the most current, oh, um, yeah. you know, definitely. Yeah. Then you're, yeah. Sorry. I'm distracted by the bear tooth versus dragged under uh chat in the comments right now. Oh, is, th- is there a debate? Oh, just, no, just a little one. Yes. Someone, someone oh, is saying that somebody that, says dragged under are so much better than bear tooth. I agree with you except for the first bear tooth album. Yeah. Well, I, that's like, I cannot choose. I cannot, I cannot say a band is better than bear tooth. Cause in my opinion, they're like the greatest yeah. band that's ever lived. Um, and they're my best friends. So I, I, I won't say that, but I will say that Dragged Under, if they can continue down the road that they're on, you can put them in the conversation because that, oh, yeah. that Dragged Under record is banging. But, uh, but yeah, you can't really like, you can't really compare it yet. It's, you know, you just can't. Not there yet. Yeah, we'll see. Anyway, I mean, we'll see. I don't we'll know. see. We'll see. Uh, Next new honorable mention I've got, it's a band called Varsity, all caps minus the A. Oh. Um, oh, they're really? They're a really fun kind of metalcore band incorporating hip-hop elements. Um, I know it's really popular lately. I kind of call this genre like vibecore, where it's almost like ambient metalcore with um, like hip-hop portions in the middle. Like you've got a normal metalcore verse, then chorus, then like hip-hop portion, then a chorus, then like breakdown slash hip-hop portion whatever you kind of want to throw in there and then like last chorus it's kind of formulaic but i really like these guys i think they're really talented i think they're one of the best in that kind of little subgenre right now and severely underrated yeah well that's so okay I, i'm still hung up on the like little a so it's all caps but the a is small is that we know there's there's no a so it's v-r-s-t-y oh, okay versity yeah versity Kind of oh, like there's, Pivris. There's no I either? Uh, yeah, no I. So Sorry. it's V-R-S-T-Y. Yeah. Okay. That's fine because there was this hardcore band called Varsity. I have their 7-inch. It's like mm-hmm. they're the most youth crew, like straight edge hardcore band ever. Like I don't know when this band existed, like maybe in the late 90s. And they have like mm-hmm. <laughs> they have like songs that are like, the X on my hand means I'm straight. It's like, you know, All right. super, super All right. fun, like, like. <laughs> hardcore punk from like the 90s so i'm glad that i'm a little bit glad that they changed their name not that anyone as except for me Mm -hmm. sort of the other varsity but that's cool that's cool i'm down i'm down to check it out glad they're here welcome hell yeah welcome to the new shit uh so next we've got the return of our crunk pop kings uh for the first time in four years we're getting a new single from 303 oh yeah. Featuring featuring a hundred gex. I'm doing the I'm doing the three oh three sign into yeah. the camera. So am I. Um um what do you what do you have on your hand, Mike? Have you, you drawn have a palm tattoo? I didn't know that, no. Yeah, I got two snake eyes. Here, I'm getting yeah. nice and close. Oh that's that's cool. That must have hurt. Yeah. It really did. I I uh, I didn't I I've heard that it's hard to get to get a tattoo artist to even give you a tattoo on their palm. Like they don't want to do it. Yeah. Um 
every reputable tattoo artist I've gone to since my first tattoo artist has told me they wouldn't do that to me. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. It's funny. Um, I, I have a friend from Michigan and, mm-hmm. uh, she has a little oh, heart. She got like where, where she lives. Yeah. She had a little heart on her, like on the mitten, you know, she's yep. a little heart where she lives in, in Michigan on, on the, on that, on that. And yeah, she told me that, that she just wanted a little red heart and like no tattoo artist would do it. Cause they're like, well, it's just going to wear off. And like, that's stupid. I mean, she's I like, got I this when I was 18 and it's still here. Oh yeah. So well, I guess everybody's yeah. skin's different, but exactly. Yeah. But <laughs> 303, I'm super excited. Um, this song's featuring a hundred Gex, which I am not super familiar with. I know a lot of the young kids are super into a hundred Gex. It's kind of like electronic I guess. I don't know. Kind of like, if you would say like crunk, like 303, broke inside, that kind of stuff, like okay. to back then Warp Tour, like 100 Gex is that to normal music now is what I'm, kind of the vibe I'm getting. Okay. Overall, I'm just really excited that 303 is back. I absolutely love these guys. They're on their original label. Um, I think that they're going to be putting out a great album very soon. I don't know when because I'm not an absolute mind reader, but <laughs> um, I... I'm just really excited for this. I love 303. I love that kind of like scene, mostly electronic kind of stuff. Yeah. I think well, it's a good well, vibe. You know, you, you mentioned broken side literally in the same sentence as, as 303. Now I, you gotta give 303 a little more credit. Oh yeah, than definitely. That. It was um, just kind of the first one that like came to mind where it's like kind of crunk, right? Like that's I, the word. I guess so. I remember the first time I saw 303, I never heard of them before. They were playing mm-hmm. on a warp tour side stage. I it was a year that Silverstein wasn't playing. I just attended and I, I just saw this band and I was, you know, like really in, intrigued by what they were doing. And I thought that they were really yeah. like a cut above. And then of course, you know, they had the, the don't trust a hoe song or whatever. And that, yeah. that like blew them up. But I always thought that they had, you know, they took a lot of shit for oh, yeah. like being a lot better than bands that they were lumped in with. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, especially like lyrically, I thought their lyrics were always like kind of creative and, and yeah, I would, those, I would those definitely t- say they're the most fun in that kind of like totally, subsect of music. Totally. And those dudes are, those, those dudes are cool dudes too. Uh, and, they, always, and they get it. So, um, so yeah, I, I back through a three. I'm, I'm interested to see, uh, yeah, what, mm-hmm. what this will be. And I always think like, uh, 303, they've got kind of like, I almost, it's weird, but I want to say they have like big Andrew WK energy. Oh yeah. Where, where like definitely a better live show and you're always going to have a fun time partying. Absolutely. Cool. Um, I've got two more. All right. Uh, we can two more. get through Let's these go. ones pretty quick. Um, probably one of my favorite deathcore bands right now. Um, especially since they've gotten a new vocalist recently, but Chelsea Grin is dropping a new single tomorrow. Yep. Yep. And they're getting to be like vet, big, guys. big time veterans of that, of that genre now. Like, yeah, they've been at it a while. Yeah. I mean, they've, been kind of around since like suicide silence first started i think yeah. like maybe one album cycle behind them or so but yeah honestly one of the best bands in that scene i didn't like a lot of their early stuff i've tried going back it's still not for me i think i just like tom barber so much more as a vocalist um and this is the first record that he's actually writing the vocals for and i think in the first single it showed and in the second single it's going to be great too um, absolutely amazing band. Always go see them live if you can. And the last honorable mention I want to talk about mm-hmm. is the boys are back. Uh, Oceans 8 Alaska have dropped their first single since 2017. Wow. Um, it was kind of worrying. We thought they weren't going to be a band anymore, but their vocalist Jake is out of the band. He's decided to become a full-time tattoo artist slash drift car driver slash photographer. Okay. And... Uh, Jake, the original vocalist, is back in the band, which is kind of interesting. All right. Wait, did you say Jake replaced Jake? Jake or James replaced Jake. Sorry. There you go. Okay. They're, they're see, very I'm, close. I'm just trying to prove to you that I'm actually listening. Oh, uh, uh, thank you. Yes, yes. And uh, so one of them, so ocean. Okay, I'm just trying to make some joke about one of them getting eaten by the ocean or Alaska or sent to Alaska mm-hmm. or something. I'm just going to hide behind the microphone for a while now. But, uh, That's okay. but no, I know you love this band. Um, tell me what, what, uh, is so good about this band and why you're like, you've been freaking out about this and why everyone else should freak about, out about it too. So, uh, why you should freak out about Ocean State Alaska? Vocally, 
lyrically, they're not doing anything crazy interesting. Um, it's kind of, I would say, top 70% like metalcore. Like they're up there where they can be a good band vocally, lyrically. Mm-hmm. Same with guitars. They're doing the fun kind of uh, genty metalcore riffs that a lot of people are doing. Okay. Um, lots of fun. Best drummer in the scene, hands down. Dude's okay. name is Chris. I forget his last name, but he is an absolute monster. Um, we'll call him Good Drummer I, uh, Chris. What? We'll call him Good Drummer Chris. That can yeah, be his, good drummer his stage name. Um, basically, every time I listen to this band, the first time that I listen to a song, about one minute in, I am distracted by the drums and I have to restart the song in order to <laughs> <laughs> listen to the rest of what happened in the song. Just because like... Your mind is blown. Yeah, he's absolutely phenomenal. And I don't know if you've ever like seriously listened to this band. Like, Well, no, but I will um, now. You've, you've talked yeah. me into it. I love drums. Like uh, Hikari, their, I think that's the name of it, their last album from 2017. It was like my number one or number two. Like, I think the only reason it wasn't was because either, I think We Came As Romans released an album that year. So like I was sold on Cold Like War, but that album was like number two or number three, Hikari. And... I just absolutely love this band. Um, I don't know what more to say. Like it's normally you've got like that one portion of the band that is like the glue that kind of keeps everything together. And it's definitely this drummer. Like, yeah. Mind blowingly good. Whenever people are like, Hey, pick a super group of like a guitarist, a vocalist, a screamer, a bassist and a drummer. He's always my pick. There you go. Okay. I see. I see. Nice. Nice. Good drummer. Chris, he's the man. All right. Yep, for sure. Very cool. Was that it? That's all. That's all you did. You did all the things. We did it all. We did it all. Mike, thank you. Thank you for having me on. You yeah. Know I just another, love to talk. Another big week. All this new shit. Got a new whip. All this new shit. I knew I could get you to sing it eventually. I don't know the song. <laughs> like All this new shit. Got a new whip. That's some new ice, that's some new drip Got rid of my old trash, got a new bitch All this new shit, all this new shit, all this new shit Got a new will, that's some new ice, that's some new drip Got rid of my old trash